It's recording now. <laughs> hi. Hi, hi, Akushta. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Hi, Sitle. Here we are. Yeah, we, we, we would like, I would like to have a conversation with you. I would like to know you, to know more about you, who you are apart from Sitle. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that well. <laughs> Yes, uh, you are actually pronouncing it well, surprisingly. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm proud of myself. <laughs> um, yeah, who are you? How did you, how did you get to here, to Afrosis Club? Okay, um, I'll start about my story before I come to how I got there. Yes, actually, okay, it's, um, yeah, okay. It's a whole I, story, I'm sure. Uh, I, I am Sushi. I am um, 34 years old. I was born and raised in Zimbabwe. Yeah, I came to Germany uh, in 2007 when I was 19. Mm-hmm. And uh, I came as an option. Mm-hmm. I stayed um, here in Germany for one year. Okay. And then I left Germany. I went to Austria mm-hmm. and to Switzerland. Uh, 2008, I was in Austria. Oh. And 2009, I was living in Switzerland. And then I decided to come back to Germany again. So I came to Germany again in 2010. And I was uh, working as a volunteer under and I was working for an institute for uh, differently able children, like um, the kids we used to take care of were suffering from different uh, diseases as well, such as autism or and Down syndrome. Yeah, some were even on wheelchairs, some couldn't speak and all. So I worked there and took care of those kids for about eight months. And then I decided to study here in Germany. Mm-hmm. So I studied um, business administration with informatics. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, my bachelor studies in both. Uh, it's uh, that's somewhere near Dortmund, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I uh, finished there and did my master's in international management and information systems in that university and then after that I directly applied for a job so currently I am working um, as a an IT consultant with focus on business intelligence I work um, on project basis uh, for a consulting firm mm-hmm. and yeah at the same time I have another full-time job I'm a mom of a <laughs> 11 almost 11 months daughter and yeah I joined Afrosisterwood because um, when I first heard about it that um, many Afro sisters going to come up together with a platform where they can help each other grow and also help uh, those who are coming on how to integrate and on different issues that affect immigrant women here in Germany. I was interested because 
uh, throughout my studies, I was working as a tutor uh, for different subjects. And I, I formed a rapport among the students of helping. So I was always helping people with different things. And even after I had graduated, until now, there are some people still like me, looking for guidance, looking for help, looking mm. for information. And uh, also, I, I do a lot of thesis editing or anything that um, most international students uh, who, do, who do not know or who do not understand the German uh, setting come to me and I help them mm-hmm. mostly. And um, so when I saw this platform, I thought it's like um, also an opportunity for me to expand this rapport of helping and knowledge sharing and also yeah learning something from other people who are also in the same similar uh, situation as i am and uh, yeah here i am (laughs) oh nice there is no force more powerful than a woman who is determined to rise welcome back listeners Shibuntu, juggling a woman's life between intercultural integrity and integration. The world is a global village. Journey with us as we discuss the cultural complexities of migration and immigration. Shibuntu, mukadzi anosimudzira mumwe mukadzi. Shibuntu. You're listening to the Shibuntu Radio Audio Collective, sponsored by Interkulturhua. Nice, because also me being here, it was, yeah, it was that. This having a community and also having a platform where you can share your knowledge, where you can, where I would see me having an impact, uh, being able to share um, with my my experience, my knowledge, my my discoveries, maybe a platform where I can have uh, um, answers to questions that I have myself. And okay. yeah, that's why I joined and I'm happy that I'm here. And um, I'd like also to share a bit of, about my my story. Okay. Yes, my name is Augusta Maimondo and I'm from Burundi. For those, I don't know if you know Burundi. Do you? Yes, I know Burundi. Yes. <laughs> I've never been there, but I've heard about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad because I'm used now. I'm used to every time say Burundi is a small country in the, in the central East Africa. And... Yeah. We don't have that much relationships between Burundi and Germany, so it's okay. it's rare that. But now I think that it's becoming a bit popular that you hear people who are living in Germany. So, but my story with Germany is somehow extraordinary because um, we had. Um, an ambassador in Burundi in 2007 whose wife was French and I think that in her time there she had an idea of teaching German 
and she made an, an announcement at the French Institute where I would I, I used to go a lot and still now when I'm in Burundi and uh, when when I when my brother saw this announcement he came to me and he was like hey would you like to attend this German classes and I was like yeah why not this is a new language this is something new why not I should learn German And then I joined these German classes and I had no plans of going to Germany. I had no German friends, no German acquaintance, nay, nothing, nothing, no German in my life. But I was like, yeah, why not? This is something interesting. And so that was it. That, and then I took a German classes. It would be just one day per week. We would just be learning uh to name water, cafe, um, those small things, okay. no sentence. <laughs> yeah, the first word that I, I learned was Entschuldigung. And how polite. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and actually the, 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 that woman, what she, she did, she was like, our first, <laughs> our first word is going to be, and then she went on the board and she, she has written that word. You see how Enshodigong is long. We're like, oh, are we going to be able to read that? And then she taught us. We were so proud. <laughs> And she was like, I'm sure this word, you're going to use it a lot. And then the next one was, I am hungry and I am thirsty. Those three words, I think, were those three things were for the first day. Anyways. Then after I continued and it was fun and I, I met some quite interesting people in those classes and that was it. And I went on with my life and I wasn't doing any German classes. Then at some point after my university, I have studied uh, clinical psychology in Burundi, in Bujumbura. Um, before finishing my, studied, my studies, I did... Um, an internship, I would say. It was like an exchange, volunteer exchange um, in, in South Africa, in Johannesburg, where I spent six months, then came back. And with this experience, my international ears, eyes were open. I was now ready uh -huh. to, to tackle on international adventures And um, so when I came back, um, I think after a month, that was um, a year. Uh, in 2017, there was this call for uh, Africa Count. I don't know if you know this, if you've heard about it. Africa Count no. is a fellowship um, from the GIZ, which, uh, which is with different... Uh, enterprises, uh, German enterprises, which are looking for young African leaders in different areas. Um, and then, for example, there is, um, uh, let me talk about the organization I was with. Uh, it was an um, organization working in development um, project in different countries, but specifically with Burundi. So they were looking for someone who is from Burundi or the, the region and who knew about the, the country, who knew about Burundi. 
And so mm -hmm. that person would come here to Germany and spend a year in Germany. Um, in that year, there would be like three months of learning German, eight months working with the, the company, and then another month of learning about Germany. Um, so I came, I applied, and then fortunately, I, I was... I was accepted. Then I came. I joined with. I worked with this uh, organization, uh, SZ in Stuttgart. So that was my entry to Germany. It was in 2017. And okay. then, yeah. And then uh, that was that was a new life. That was a new experience. There was nothing uh, like Burundi, like all those countries I have visited. And I remember the first thing, when we arrived, people would give us guidance uh, about many things, uh, shopping, blah, blah, blah. But for me, I was like, I have watched TV. I know. I have, we, we, there are documentaries, there are movies. We, I know those things. I'm not amazed by those things. But I want to understand how this transportation works. How, how do I catch a train? Which train? Which direction? Which bus? At what time? What state? <laughs> so that was my question. The only question that I had was about how about transportation. So, oh God, I'm talking too much. Then, <laughs> then after that, um, yeah, that was my only question. Yeah, of course, um, when I realized that people won't understand me if I speak English, I was like, oh, wow. So I have to speak German ASAP. Um, so, like, um, when you, you first arrived in, in, uh, in Germany, yes. as you say, like, Burundi and Germany have nothing in common, what was it that was more of a culture shock to you, or the, the most thing that you struggled with? Did I? I don't know. Culture shock. Oh, um, this came a bit late, but um, we have a way of greeting in Burundi. We don't greet with one hand. We greet with two hands. And mm -hmm. so I'll give you my, my right hand to shake yours, and then I'll have the left one holding my right hand. So, so I used to do that, like naturally. Then I had a feedback from a colleague who told me that it was impolite here because it shows that I don't want to greet that person and I have to push my right hand to go greet. And in Burundi, if you don't greet with both hands, it's disrespect. Oh, that is new to me. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, wow. So I was like, oh, so I have to adjust to this. And I have to tell you, it was hard <laughs> for me to learn that I can just greet with one hand. Yeah, I think that that's, that was the, the, 
the most shocking. Um, yeah, there is the the hugs. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that uh, in Burundi we, we we hug a lot. That's our way of greeting. There is this hand, the handshaking, but with friends and close people we hug. That's our way of okay. greeting, and this doesn't happen here. <laughs> Not easily. Yeah, not easily. Yeah, so, yeah, it's something. Uh, another thing, a third one, I think that maybe it's going to be the last one. It will be, it will be about that uh, differentiation between um, friends at work and friends outside work. Um, yeah, there is, there is a clear distinction yes. here, like... Um, yeah, that's true. But it happens. Like sometimes we have friends from work. Yeah. But normally there is a clear distinction. Yes. <laughs> so um, personal life and work life. Yeah, I was I was surprised when I there was a friend. For me, she was already a friend. But then after a few months, she asked me if we could be friends. I was like, so what have we been these months? For me, you were already my friend. What was I? <laughs> So that's when I, I was like, hey, okay, so we have to clear that too. Oh, okay. So that, that's it. What about you? What are your cultural shock? There were many. I, I think there were many because I was also like very young and I still didn't know a lot um, about my country myself because I, um, I went to a high school in a boarding school. Mm -hmm. so I spend much my, most of my time in school interacting with uh, my age mates mm. and not with um, anyone else. So whenever I was home, it was during the school holidays. So I also didn't know much about a lot of things, especially in work life, how to behave and also that. So back home, there is one thing that um, you don't um, keep eye contact with elders as a Mm -hmm. um, to show respect and humbleness. Mm. When I came here, uh, eye contact is the most important thing yes. for you to uh, to have some integrity on what you are saying and to be taken seriously. So I struggled so much, and I was an au pair. I had these host parents who were quite young, mm. and I couldn't even look them into the eye. You know, when I was talking, I'd look aside, and it was really uh, something that was bothering me and until I learned to have direct eye contact. I, I used to feel like everyone is rude because they keep staring at me mm. when they're talking. Mm. Even when I'm outside or when I'm at home, like people are just staring at you. So I felt really uncomfortable and I struggled a lot with that. And the other thing um, um, that I can recall that really bothered me was the individualism Mm -hmm. way of living in Germany that you can stay for years in one place and you don't even know who your neighbor is yes. and that is really uh, completely different uh, from where you come from mm. people are hosp hospitable you know people around you and uh, people are open people help each other in everything but here I thought like everyone is minding their own business that's all you know, mm. and you don't really matter. 
because it was always like whenever I was getting into a train or coming out of a train and there's like an old lady or an old person and they need help when you try to help them they get mad or when yes. you're sitting um, in the train and somebody elder than, older than you is standing and then you offer your seat they would refuse mm. and I would feel really confused because this is how I knew things I'm like you can't let, let an old person uh, somebody older than you stand while you're sitting so I had to relearn a lot of things for me to really understand the culture and how things are going because I was doing things that we felt as if um, like the way they were not positively welcome, you know. My talking of gesture was taken as an insult. So it was really mm. um, something that I had to adjust to yeah. back then. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Talking about that, something that I... Yeah, I didn't need much experience to, to notice that I that wasn't welcome. I love kids. You would say that if I met your daughter. And yeah, I just become, yeah, stupid when I see babies. And um, so it was hard for me to notice that I shouldn't play with kids. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I, I don't want to take your baby. I just want to, to play with the baby. And I cannot, I can play from afar. I cannot touch the baby but still interact. They'll, they'll be like, what do you want? What do you want with my baby? And so, yeah, that was... that. Yeah, besides what you just said, that was a problem for me. I was like, this is just human interaction. Yeah, but also, um, after I stayed here for a couple of years, when I went back home, I got like, because I stayed quite a few years before going home because mm-hmm. I was really busy with my studies and financially and whatsoever I was focusing there. Yes. So when I went back, I got like a reverse culture shock mm-hmm. <laughs> where um, I felt like, okay, now I have learned the way things are done in German, such that when I go home, um, a, certain, a certain way of doing things disturbs me. For example, uh, timekeeping. Yes. And it's a very simple thing. Um, and back home, when somebody says, let's meet at 8, they mean like at 8, they'll start taking a shower. And mm. <laughs> they'll meet you two hours later. But for me, it's like if somebody is 15 minutes late, then we're done. The appointment is finished, cancelled, we're not coming. Mm. You know, so um, I really had, uh, um, had to struggle with a lot of things again when I go home, even now, I still experience something that I would call reverse culture shock, where I think, okay, I've adapted the way of living here, the way of doing things, the culture here, and I can't relate, uh, and I can't understand some things that are done in my culture or in my country. Mm. Yeah, what you just said brings me back to what what I'm still struggling with now is that I realize that now I'm living in two different worlds. Um, yeah, the first time I went back to Burundi, I had an appointment with <laughs> with a woman. And so she didn't come on, t- on time and her phone was off. <laughs> 
So I was like, what am I supposed to do with this one? <laughs> and then like 30 minutes. And the, the thing is that that woman was older than me. And actually it was about a service that I was doing for her. Like I'm, I wasn't the one looking for her. <laughs> she was the yeah. one who gave me the appointment. And then she's not here. And 30 minutes, she's not here. I can't reach her. I was, oh, wow. That was too much. And then another thing that was also crazy for me, I wouldn't, I didn't want people to touch me or to be too close to me. I was like, what's your problem? Can't you stand there? And I was like, Augusta, is that you reacting that way? Do you remember how you love hugs? How you love touching people? What is happening now? So now with that, realizing that I was like, so am I, am I losing myself? Am I evolving? Am I changing? What, what, what's the problem? Should I remember about that when I go back to Burundi and wear the Cape, Burundian Cape? And when I come here, wear German Cape, what is the solution? <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, I I have that experience because I also have some positive things that I have really adapted here in Germany because I came as a young lady mm-hmm. and I grew up here. Mm. So I thought like I uh, spent most of my mm. uh, young adulthood mm. here. Mm. So I actually grow a lot because I was a very shy person, mm-hmm. very, very shy. And all I used to do was smile. And even when uh, I didn't know how to create boundaries or limits, so okay. um, especially with people who are older than me, they would just tell me whatever and I would just say yes. Mm. Oh, it's fine. I wouldn't even chat back. I wouldn't even um, speak my own voice or my own mind. You know, so I I didn't know how to do that. And when I came here in Germany, I learned that. But when I got back home, (laughs) uh, without even being rude, I'm able to put across how I feel Mm -hmm. about certain things, Mm -hmm. how I want things to be done, how I am able to put my boundaries. And um, (laughs) but mostly in my family, they would then say, "Oh, Sisha, you are no longer." え、え、え、ないし、いや、そうそうやな。バイ、アームリーデイズワンティングダイレンディンディスカントリーダイスセットマイバウンダリーズエンドトゥビエイブトゥトゥトゥハブアボイストゥファインダトボイスインミーエ